What is up, Steel Studians? Happy Monday, October 18th, 2021. A second consecutive victory Monday here as the Pittsburgh Steelers move to 3-3 after a close, nerve-wrecking, aggravating 23-20 victory over the Seattle Seahawks. I'm your host here today on the study session. This is episode 127. My gratitude to you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for reading my work, listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast. It truly does mean the world to me. So my gratitude and appreciation to you. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And also, give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, concern, feedback on the show. And just a reminder that on Saturdays, something I started a few weeks ago, I do the study session Steelers Saturday mailbag. Say that three times fast. In which I take your questions that you've sent to me throughout the week and I answer them on the show. So I would love to get your points on that take this coming Saturday. And also, too, just to remind you, I do a podcast, an additional podcast with Jim Wexel of the Still City Insider over on his site. We typically publish every Tuesday morning around 6 a.m. We record about 5 a.m. Right now, we're trying to work out what the schedule is going to be with the bye week, but you can check that out in the show notes. A lot of great stuff that Jim and I put together. Jim is super insightful. He's been covering the team since 1995. You want to check him out. But anyway, two wins in a row. The Steelers beat the Seahawks 23-20 in not so convincing fashion. And what we need to remind ourselves here is that a win is a win in the NFL. They're not always going to be pretty. They're not always going to get style points for how they win. And that was definitely the case on Sunday night. Heading into this contest, I thought the Steelers had a great opportunity in front of them to get a convincing victory. My prediction was 33-16, and man, was I well off of that mark. The game started strong. The defense was shutting the Seahawks down. At the end of the half, it was 14-0. But then the second half, somewhat similar to what occurred the prior week, Against Denver, the defense started giving up some yardage in that third quarter on the ground, and the Steelers didn't have an answer for it. But let's just take a look at some of the things that stood out in terms of trends and patterns. We're going to chew on this game for a while because, hey, it is now the bye week. The Steelers are off. And they will have two weeks to prepare for the Cleveland Browns and what is going to be an important showdown in terms of their entire season and in terms of their competitiveness in the AFC North. But let's first start on the offensive side of the ball, and it'll start with Najee Harris as this offense now begins with Najee Harris. And he has established himself as the guy, the go-to guy in the running game, He is an asset. He's a threat in the passing game. And what really stood out about Harris last night is even though things didn't get 
going and the run early, they stuck to it. In that fourth quarter, his leg drive and his persistence and perseverance resulted resulted in him picking up yards to put the team in place to kick a field goal. So Harris has shown that he can get yards when needed, that he's physical, that he's tough. He's taken some shots, showed that he could be a threat in the passing game. And he's only going to get better. And not to get too far ahead of myself, but you know, if he's able to do these types of types of things as a rookie, just the imagine just imagine the growth he'll have from year one to year two. Now I'm not rushing this season season away. I'm just saying I'm highly encouraged by what I've seen from Harris, and he is the Steelers' offense. From a passing perspective, it was good to see Pat Freyermuth finally get involved. Ben Roethlisberger targeted him several times. He finished with seven catches on the evening. And while none of them were particularly deep, it was good to see a tight end being targeted and making receptions. And Freyermuth's role in this offense will only continue to expand as Roethlisberger becomes more comfortable with him, as Freyermuth becomes more comfortable in the offense. But the one thing I want to point out is that, as Alex Kazora pointed out over the summer, Freyermuth catches everything. He's sure-handed. If you get it near him, he's bringing it down. He showed that yesterday. The other receivers, Deontay Johnson had a decent game. He was charged with his first drop, but we can't expect him to be perfect. He still played well. He had a nice 25-yard rush on an end around. But outside of Johnson, Chase Claypool, his performance was uneven. He left some plays on the field, was called with an offensive pass interference penalty. And then James Washington. Where was James Washington? He had one reception in the game, but it seemed as if they were prioritizing Ray Ray McLeod over Washington. Now, I don't know if Washington was still injured. That wouldn't make sense being that he was out there for the one reception that he had. But not sure why they made the decision to go with McLeod over Washington. Offensive line was okay. They weren't great. They protected Roethlisberger, but again, Ben was getting rid of the ball quickly. Not much of a push in the running game early on, but they stuck with it. Harris finished with 81 yards rushing. Kalen Balaj had a nice carry. It was an okay performance by the offensive line, but again, it's going to take time for them to get better. Their woes were not solved last week versus Denver and they weren't solved again last night so a work in progress on offense not great average at best average but they got the win on the defensive side of the football the first half outstanding play by the defense But, but again, that third quarter, they just ran the ball at will. They ran the ball at will. The Steelers were unable to stop their running attack. 
And some of that was due to the personnel on the field, how they were lining up against that Seattle offensive line. And once they made adjustments, they were able to thwart that Seahawks rushing attack. But they cannot give up 100 yards of rushing in one quarter and expect to compete. Especially against teams that have a full arsenal of weapons at their disposal. We got to be reminded that Geno Smith was starting a quarterback who doesn't exactly strike fear in the hearts of defenders. They were on their, what, third string running back. So the Steelers should not have been gashed as they were. They've got to tighten that up. It's got to get better. It's not going to cut it. Really, if they would have played that type of game against any other NFL opponent, the outcome more than likely would not have been in the Steelers' favor. They've got to get better. They've got to play team football. And the defense has to become more stout. A lot of missed tackles yesterday. Devin Bush, Joe Schobert, Terrell Edmonds. It wasn't great. On the other hand, one position that I said was primed for a big output was outside linebackers. And we saw that from TJ Watt, who made massive plays when the defense needed them. And I've been saying all along, that's what's been missing in Watt's career is making a game-turning play. And he did that last night. His sacks, forced fumbles there at the end of the contest were the stuff of all pro defensive players of the year. So TJ balled out, was bottled up for most of the game, but broke out when needed. And Alex Highsmith finally got on the stat sheet, recorded one and a half sacks. So it was good to see him take everything that he put on tape this preseason and put it into a game. He played well, was disruptive in the run as well. And Cameron Hayward, he continues to be this team's best defender this season. He's unblockable. He's a beast. But outside of those three guys, Watt, Highsmith, Hayward, it was a mixed bag. It was a mixed bag. Again, there's so much that we can unpack from this game, and we're going to get into more analysis because we got plenty of time, being that this is the bye week. But the Steelers have to get better. The good thing is they won a game that they were very close to losing. They pulled it out. They are a team that's growing, but they've got to get better. They've got to get more cohesive over the bye if possible, they need to get Stefan it out there. It may be the time to kick a core four back over the left tackle and insert Banner at right tackle. But this team has to come together if they're going to make a push. Because if not, the brand of football we've seen played these last two weeks, it's not going to win you too many games. And that's, that's just an honest assessment. They've got to get better. And you know what? They can get better. They have the pieces on defense. There's no question about it. 
they have to execute. The offense has to execute. That offensive line has to block better. But now they have the bye week. They have time to regroup. And come out and get after the Cleveland Browns. And studying, 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 studying. That is it for this Monday edition of the study session episode number 127. I am your host, Jeremy Ritz, here on a victory Monday. Yes, we get two weeks to remember this victory, even though it was an ugly one. It's like a piece of pizza. Can you have a bad piece of pizza? No. Because the opposite is no pizza at all. Can you imagine how dejected we would all be today? But we get to celebrate a victory. Enjoy it. They're going to get better. A lot of content coming to you this way. Thank you so much for being a supporter of my work, for reading my articles here on The Still Study, for listening to the study sessions, listening to The Still Study podcast. It truly does mean the world to me. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. I hope you have a phenomenal week. Do something positive in your life. Do something good for someone you love and care about and do something good for a random stranger. And... And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you most certainly are. Make it a great day and a great week, everybody. Steelers win out.